Hey Church Girl, welcome to Church Girl Gang, a podcast where we get to talk about life, living for Jesus, and everything in between, and how that affects us in the here and now. My name is Kenzie, and I'll be your host, and I can't wait to dive into this conversation with you. Hey Church Girl, my name is Kenzie, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Church Girl Gang podcast. This is a podcast for girls of all ages who love Jesus and want to spend their lives following after him. If this is your first time joining us on the pod, I just want to say welcome. You're in the right place. I am so excited that you've decided to join us for today's episode. I really think you're going to enjoy what we're talking about today. And uh, before we dive into the rest of today's episode, you guys, I want to remind you, don't forget to share Church Girl Gang with your friends. It couldn't be easier today. Uh, As you're listening right now, just whatever listening platform you're on, press the share button. Um, This helps us to invite more girls to our gang. And we always want to grow the Church Girl Gang. Um, So press the share button on whatever platform you're on, whether you're on YouTube, uh, you're on Apple Podcasts, you're on Spotify, you're on Facebook, wherever you are, it couldn't be easier. So find that share button, uh, press share. You can even share it to your Insta story if you're on Spotify, um, which is a super fun way to share the podcast. So take a minute and do that right now. So a few confessions I have to make before I say anything else. You guys, Do you ever just feel like your life is spinning out of control or is it just me? Hopefully I'm not alone in this. My life has felt like a major whirlwind over the past few weeks, honestly. And yesterday I felt like it really came to a head in kind of a hilarious way. Now, a few things you should know about me before I say anything else. I am a little particular and it gets me into trouble sometimes. Really, you could say it's a blessing and a curse. Um, It's a blessing because when I say particular, I mean things like everything has to be clean and in its place before I go to sleep at night. It's kind of a blessing because then I don't have to worry about the major cleanup job. You know, I'm just doing little bits here or there. Or uh, I'm kind of particular like... I'm not usually too indecisive, right? Like if I like something, I really like it. If I don't, I really don't. And uh, you definitely won't see me struggling over what to buy at the store. I either love it or I hate it. Let me tell you that. Um, Or I can kind of be particular like with my eating. I'm a little picky with my food, whether I'm uh, just picking it up or I'm cooking something. I can be a little picky about that. But I'm pretty good at staying on top of these things, right? Like cleanliness, tidiness, um, not very indecisive, that sort of stuff. Well, yesterday I had packed my lunch in a bit of a rush and I had taken it to work and I was eating it during a little meeting I have on Tuesdays that we like to call Bible Club. Um, It's essentially a deep dive theology study that I go to. It's super awesome. I feel like I learn a lot there. So I sat down in Bible club. I laid out my lunch on the table in front of me and I started eating. Um, You may say I'm weird, but like I said, I like to call it particular. Um, I was eating, (laughs) I was eating pita chips and hummus and also had some grapes and some like 
thick sliced pepperoni and some little pearls of mozzarella, which is really my favorite. I love a good mozzarella. Well, I took one of those little mozzarella pearls and I popped it into my mouth and immediately I had a shock as I <laughs> realized that I was eating spoiled cheese. I was so confused when I was eating it though that I couldn't even figure out what was going on and I just swallowed it. I couldn't I couldn't even think to spit it out. I just swallowed spoiled cheese. It was so gross and usually I would be so on top of things uh, that that would never happen but everything had been so crazy recently that I couldn't even keep up with my own lunch and I ate spoiled cheese. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Like you just couldn't keep up? Hopefully I'm not alone in this. Or maybe you haven't felt that way overall, but maybe in a particular area of life you felt like you couldn't keep up. Maybe it was your job, maybe at school, maybe at home, maybe with taking care of yourself, or maybe in your relationships. Especially in our relationships. I feel like if we're feeling overwhelmed or like we can't keep up, this is when we start to experience uh, friction the most in our relationships. And friction leads to conflict. You know, this is the last Church Girl Gang uh, episode of February, and we've been talking about relationships this whole month. And I felt like I couldn't leave February without talking about difficult relationships or at least conflict in relationships and how to deal with that. But before we talk about the difficult things, let's talk about something super fun, okay? And that is Ana Luisa. Who is Ana Luisa, you might be asking? Wrong question, you guys. You mean, what is Ana Luisa? So Ana Luisa is my favorite jewelry brand and they're actually offering listeners of this podcast 10% off your purchase by going to shop.analuisaanaluisa.com backslash churchgirl and using the code churchgirl at checkout. But let me tell you why I love Ana Luisa. First of all, they have incredibly high quality pieces. Okay, guess what though? They're affordable too, with high class pieces starting at $39. And I, I'm not talking about um, like cheap little pieces that you might get at the grocery store or something like that. I'm talking about these are nice, nice pieces. Only $39 is the starting price. These babies are going to last for a long time, which is great. Second thing I love about them, they're carbon neutral meaning they care for the planet, y'all. That's awesome. And third, their pieces are super unique, okay? These pieces are gonna make you feel empowered, elegant, and at your finest. Hello, I'm actually wearing some right now. I love them. I wanted to show you guys their packaging too because it is so cute. And I got this in the mail and I just love like the little packaging. Um, it makes it feel really special when it comes to you this way. Uh, super, super cute. I love Anna Luisa. So you can check them out right now by going to shop, S-H-O-P dot Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com backslash church girl. 
and use the code churchgirl to get 10% off your purchase. And I would head there soon because they drop new collections every Friday, so you're gonna wanna check it out. Um, they look so good, and it's crazy how some good jewelry pieces can just spruce up any outfit. Plus, after you order your Annalisa jewelry, there will be no question whether you're in the church girl gang or not. People will see you on the street, and they'll be like, is she in the church girl gang? Of course she is. She's wearing Anna Luisa. So check them out today by heading to my own personal link, shop.analuisa.com backslash churchgirl and let them know I sent you by using the code churchgirl to get 10% off of your purchase. All right, my friends, here's the deal. We've all experienced difficult relational moments. If you're sitting there thinking that you haven't I don't believe you. I just don't, okay? Even Jesus experienced conflict. In fact, he may have experienced the most conflict with people, especially that time when he was, like, killed. You got to imagine that that would be a lot of conflict there, right? Um, it's not easy dealing with people, even if you're the greatest person who ever lived. Um, because, like we've said many times, everyone is different and everyone is imperfect. That means we're always going to experience some tension with others. Even your BFF, your mama, your grandmama, your grandmama's mama, okay? At some point, everyone is going to have a little tension. The most important thing that you can do when you experience tension or conflict is to talk about it. And I don't mean talk about it eventually. I mean talk about it as quickly as possible. Conflict can be like a splinter. Splinters are annoying at first, but they're not so bad, right? In my house, the rule is basically that like if you're not bleeding out, you're fine. And when I say bleeding out, I mean like, is it to the point of making a mess? If not, slap a band-aid on it and have a good day. So a splinter is no need to panic, but if you don't take care of it, if you don't get rid of that splinter, it can begin to fester and it has the potential to get infected if it's not taken care of. And infections can cause a whole host of problems. Sometimes you can even lose a limb. I mean, that's pretty extreme, but it's not unheard of either. And it can all come from not taking care of that splinter when it first appears. Some splinters are easier to get out than others, but whatever happens, you need to get rid of the splinter. And that's conflict too. When it appears, you need to work through it as quickly as possible so that it doesn't grow into something much worse. Because it can. A difficult conversation today can save you from an impossible situation tomorrow. I actually sat down and worked through some conflict myself today. I like to call them conflict combos. Give it a cute little name, you know? But today, my conflict combo, it was awesome. And I know you're probably like, what, Kenzie, you thought conflict was awesome? Well, it can be, like a lot of things in life, but it's all about your perspective. Now, I used to have the absolute wrong perspective on conflict. I was terrified of resolving conflict. When someone would do something that would hurt me, or even if I had to have a difficult conversation at work and help uh, redirect people, oh my gosh, you guys, I would get so nervous 
I would want to throw up. Like I would be shaking and it would be all I could think about and I couldn't sleep. I would spend days thinking about the conversation I would have to have. I know this sounds really extreme, but I'm not telling a lie, y'all. This is totally true. And I would walk around and I would ask for advice. I would uh, talk to people about the conversation I was going to have and my voice would start shaking. I mean, sometimes it would just feel overwhelming. And why did it feel that way? Well, I have a few guesses. One is, I think my goal then was always to show people that they were wrong instead of showing people that they were my friend. And another issue is that I was always focused on telling people what they did instead of asking people what they did. And one more issue I feel like I had is that I didn't assume the best about the person. So here's some steps that I think you can take to having a great conflict combo where at the end, you and the other person feels better and not worse. So here's step number one. Pick a neutral space. I'll be quick on this one because it's pretty self-explanatory, right? It's always a good idea to pick a space that neither one of you feel like is the home turf. It's always good to be in a space where you can easily part ways and it not be weird. A great spot to go is always to a coffee shop. Works great. Fits the bill on uh, every checkbox there. No one has to stay too long if you don't need to. No one has to sit around and wait for a bill. No one has to like host the other person like you would in your house. It's easy. It's simple. Find a place like that. Number two is this. Don't spend too much time thinking about it. And I'm serious about this. You want to act in wisdom, sure, but you don't want to take so long thinking about what has happened that you're just like stewing in all your frustration. Been there, done that. It's like hanging out in a stinky room for too long. Once you have, it's hard to shake the smell. I know that one from personal experience, y'all. In fact, one year when I was in college, my roommates did not want to clean, like at all. And our room got so stinky that the smell seeped into my clothing and you could literally smell it as I walked around campus. It was so embarrassing. It took me weeks after I moved out at the end of the semester to like fully get that smell out of my clothing and my belongings. And that's exactly what thinking about your frustration does to you. That's why it's important to get on with the combo. Don't leave yourself too much time to get stinky. Number three is show up with a goal in mind. For me, my goals for most conversations like this are either one, for better understanding, or two, for a closer friendship. Not only do I tell myself that before I go into a conflict convo, um, but I also like to tell whoever I'm talking to that as well. I like to tell them my goal right when I start the conversation. So set a goal for the conversation. Number four is this, no dancing. (laughs) Don't dance around how you're feeling. Be clear about that. Do you feel embarrassed? Do you feel hurt? Do you feel confused? Say that. Now, remember, this isn't the time to point the finger, but it is the time to try and explain your emotions as well as your perspective, because here's the thing that a lot of us miss. 
No one knows what's going on in your head. And you don't know what's going on in other people's heads. So this is a moment for clarity. Have you ever watched a movie or a sitcom and gotten frustrated because the whole movie could be resolved with just a simple conversation? It happens to me all the time. I'm like sitting there yelling at the TV like, somebody just say the thing, say the thing, you guys. And (laughs) that's what this moment is. This is your chance to be honest and to share what you're really feeling. But there's one rule that you're going to need to follow. Do not be accusatory. I know you've been hurt, but if you decide to be accusatory, you may as well stop here because nothing is going to be resolved. Which brings me to the next step. Ask questions more than you give answers. Instead of accusing someone of something, ask them what happened. Because like I just said, you don't know what's happening in someone else's head and heart. They may be just as hurt or as confused as you are, or they may not even know that you've been hurt, believe it or not. Don't be an assumer. You know what they say about assuming, and it's not who you want to be. So ask questions. Ask what happened, what they were thinking, or what they were feeling. You may be surprised at what you hear. And remember, knowledge is power. Or that's what Schoolhouse Rock taught me. And lastly, ask what you can do for them. I know this one may seem really out there, but there are always two sides to every story. And almost always, two people are at fault, not just one. So you should both walk out with an action step. What can you do differently next time? This is very important. In fact, it's probably the most important step. If only one person walks out with an action step, then only one person will walk out of this conversation feeling okay. And only one person will be able to help keep this from repeating again and again. Asking this question can turn a disaster into a victory. Here's something I wanna encourage you to do big time. Do not give up on difficult relationships. Don't hide from them. From personal experience, some of your most contentious relationships can turn into your closest, most fruitful relationships if you invest in them. And part of that means having these conflict convos. The conflict, conflict convo that I had today, it was great. Why? Because I listen. I was personally honest. And in the end, I decided that my goal was to have a better friendship instead of trying to prove myself right. I want the same thing for you. So don't shy away from conflict. Instead, step into it as an opportunity to grow. And of course, the very last thing I want you to be doing with your conflict convos is to take them to God and pray about them. God can do anything. And of course, he can move in your relationships. So bring him into it because he is definitely not afraid. Of a little conflict. Before we part ways today, I would love to hear from you. What do you think about resolving conflict? Is it something you're good at? Is it something you have a hard time with? If so, why? Share it up in the comments below this video or DM at Church Girl Gang on Instagram, or you can also respond to this question on Spotify. Uh, this is a super cool way to interact with Church Girl Gang. I hope that you do it. Um, by the way, When you respond, I would love to reply. I'd love to chat with you about this. 
We'll be right back here next week for another episode of the Church Girl Gang podcast. But before we end, I just wanted to remind you of this verse found in Proverbs 12, 18, which says, There is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Let's have better relationships, you guys. Today is the day. Jump into those conflict combos. Until next time, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon, church girl. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Church Girl Gang. If you enjoyed listening to this and want to help us grow the gang, be sure to leave a five-star review on your listening platform. If you're on YouTube right now, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss an episode. You can connect with the Church Girl Gang and say hello on Facebook or Instagram. And also feel free to connect with me personally on all social media platforms, including YouTube, by searching at Kenzie Carice or heading to KenzieCarice.com for more content just like this. Bye!